Are you ready to finally start your own podcast? Maybe you already have one, but need a podcast manager to help you level up. We're here for either. Book a call at www.kangroofern.com www.kangroofern.com Speaker today is the founder of International Podcast Day and hosts the Wave of Tech. The Waves of Tech has been a four-time finalist in the technology category of the Podcast Awards. So what something more to note about Dave is he likes to spend his time behind the scenes by traveling with Anaya, his wife, and watching hours of soccer. Please welcome Mr. Dave Lee. Hey everybody, Adrian, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Thank you for joining us today. What time is it there? It is 5 p.m. on the West Coast here in California. What about Ooh. you guys? It's uh, morning-ish, it, right? Yes, it's 8 a.m. Wow, Cali time. Hello, hello, hello there, Cali yeah. people. Wonderful. So, think, so, sorry. So, go ahead. No, I was going to say the great part about international podcasting is just being able to see the different time frames and time zones. And that's one of the most exciting things I've had is just you can be podcasting in the morning and the evening. And it's all fun. It's all great. It's all it's all a lot of fun. Yeah, I've actually done um, one episode with. So I'm a, I'm a podcaster myself, and I, I I tackle like self help and self development. Basically, it's just my online journal of a lot of things. And then I I was able to like interview people from LA and a lot of yeah. International podcasting has brought me to a lot of places. If you know like what I mean, and that's just a wonderful thing to get to know the world. In that sense, and how broad it is. So I can't wait to hear what you're going to say today and what you're going to share with us. So I'll let you take the stage. Thank you, Mr. Dave, for having us today. And there you go. Absolutely. Well, thank you, guys. I do have a little presentation I want to have along with you. Yeah, so let me go ahead and put this in present mode for everybody here. Uh, Hopefully you can see that slide. Let me go ahead and uh, get that back into present mode. So first of all, I want to thank everybody with PodFiesta. Uh, what a great event that's been planned so far. I was able to check out a few sessions yesterday, and it was a great little kickoff, and I'm, I'm just truly appreciative. I actually just registered for this event just to attend. You know, I enjoy to attend these virtual conferences, and it's always such a blast to see who's being presented, who's highlighting, who's going to be showcased in these summits, and so to be able to to accept the invitation to speak was was a very much an honor and a privilege for me. So, before I sort of get into the talk about creating your international network, which is I'm going to share some obviously some key fundamental things with developing and creating your international network, but I do want to share some of the off the wall things that you may not have thought about, or perhaps something you can put into your back pocket or into your repertoire to hopefully maybe eventually implement. Again, I understand this is for the newer podcasters, independent podcasters that are starting to network and everything. So I I definitely want to give you a wide variety of tools. But before I kick off, I just want to introduce a little bit about myself. Uh, I am Dave Lee. I am co-founder, along with my father, of International Podcast Day. If you are not familiar with it, uh, you can find more over at internationalpodcastday.com. It is September 30th of every year. It is a fantastic event. We actually started in 2014 simply as National Podcast Day, just strictly here in the United States. It was a very small, fragmented six-hour celebration of the power of podcast. 
And the day after that, October 1st, 2014, we immediately rebranded to International Podcast Day. We saw the power of voice around the world. We saw the power of podcasting, and it has just grown exponentially from there. So pretty much what we do specifically on September 30th to celebrate is do a 32-hour live stream featuring podcasters from around the world, very much like what PodFiesta is doing, bringing voices and characters and individuals from everywhere. And so we've nearly showcased about 80 countries to date, and that's a little brief introduction to International Podcast Day. You can find more, as I mentioned, over at our uh, website, internationalpodcastday.com. So as Adrian did mention, I am co-host, again, with my father of The Waves of Tech. Our first show is actually, oddly enough, on my birthday, March 1st, 2007. So we've been podcasting for 14 years, which is absolutely incredible and mind-blowing. We have recorded nearly 500 episodes uh, between my father and I. We've messed around with formats. We've had different co-hosts. We've had friends. We've had family. We've traveled to events for it. Adrian did mention that we are a four-time finalist in the technology category, the Podcast Awards, which is a great event and award ceremony. Again, thewaysoftech.com is a great spot, but then it's just a little brief introduction to who I am, what I've been doing in the podcast space over the last um, you know, 13, 13 years or so. So let's go ahead and get into what I want to talk about creating your international uh, network. And again, disclaimer, what works for us and what worked for me and Steve growing our International Podcast Day may not work for you. There is no easy way. There is no one way. And of course, there is no one right way. You're going to have to be able to adapt to what you are doing. You're going to have to refine and rebrand and retry. You know, if email is, is not working for you, maybe you have to rethink that process again. So again, your audience is your audience. What you have an expertise in is what you have an expertise in. Maybe you're not great at building the website. Maybe you're not great at building the social media following. That's okay. Work with people. Find people. But there, again, there is no easy way. There's no one, one way and no right way. Everything is going to be very unique and very uh, specific to who you are as an individual and to who your audience is and who you're trying to uh, connect with uh, as far as creating your international network. So one of the first ones I want to start out with uh, regarding your, your international network. And this may not seem very forthcoming or, or direct at first, but time management is a real thing when it comes to creating your international network. My buddy Mark Asquith, he is the CEO of Rebel Base Media. He has a podcast called The Podcast Accelerator. It's a thrice-weekly show. He goes through all the nuances, all the ins and outs. And one of the best things I learned from him being part of my network is how are you budgeting time for making your connections, right? We know that we spend a lot of time producing, promoting, developing, writing, editing your podcast week after week, day after day, honestly, hour by hour sometimes. And trust me, as an audience member of your podcast, I appreciate that time that you're putting behind there. The, the podcasting industry appreciates that you are spending the quality time and that effort and energy of creating the best podcast you can. But what are you doing and how are you budgeting your time when it comes to creating relationships online? Remember, every single hour that you are taking to develop your podcast and promote it and write it, make sure you build in to that budget, your time budget, how to hit over to your uh, social media sites, how to uh, correspond via email. Every hour that you spend away from that is an opportunity for you to be connecting with other individuals in the space. That could be on social media, as I said. It could be Clubhouse is a huge thing right now. You may get more traction and more relationship building and more networking via that route than spending an extra hour of your time 
writing something, promoting something, producing something. So just something to kind of think about when you're looking at how do I build my network, actually how much time are you spending creating those relationships online, and not just you know following and, and retweeting and stuff like that, but actually really connecting you know, reaching out to DMs, sharing emails, even sharing phone numbers and in, in, in phone calling and text messaging. So just something to keep in mind. Creating a network is hard. It's difficult. But time management is something that a whole lot of people don't always consider as one of those key items. This next one is going to be very, very straightforward and basic. But a few little points I want to talk about. Attending symposiums and events online and in person, right? That is a very simple way to network. These uh, on the screen right here are just a couple of the events that I've either attended in person or virtually. Uh, the Black Podfest happened just uh, just about a month ago, Africa Podcast Day, and uh, that happens in February. Outlier Podcast Festival is a traveling uh, podcast festival which goes all over the the uh, the 48 states of, of the United States here, PodFest Expo, Orlando, Tampa, a wide variety of um, things that they're doing there. But one thing I want to talk about, about attending symposiums, we all know that when you get there, man, make the connections, hang out in the hallways, start talking to people, swap contact info, share your podcast. But one thing that I have learned out of creating our international audience is connecting with people before you get to the symposium or to your event. And again, this is, I'm just talking uh, specifically podcast related. You may, if you're in a, the tech show or if you're in the religious podcasting community or if you're in true crime or if you're in storytelling, whatever that is, that event's going to look very different for you. But what I do is I get on the Twitter DMs, I get on the Facebook, I get on a variety of things here and say, hey, I'm going to be attending this event. When would be a good time to maybe meet up and I'll buy you a drink? Hey, I'm going to be attending this session. I saw that you are too. Maybe can we meet before or after? Hey, where are you sitting? So you want to create as many connections before you actually set foot off of that plane into that into that conference room, wherever it may be. Online, it makes it a lot easier too. When you're attending those, boom, do a little private chat, find out whatever's going on, reach out to them. But those are, you know, it seems very simplistic, very straightforward. It's something everybody should be doing, attending symposiums and events within your genre, whatever you're podcasting with. But do a lot of work beforehand, and that's going to make those conversations that much easier when you meet somebody for the first time because it can be a bit intimidating uh, right out the gate. One thing that I always always love to talk about when it comes to talking about networks is newsletters. And this isn't what you're th gonna think about. Everybody talks about building an email list and rightfully so, that is very important. It is crucial if you have the time, the effort, the energy, you have the right program. I say, instead of that, continue to build your subscription list. Build a subscription list of newsletters that matter to you. Find and subscribe to your areas of interest and go crazy with describing. What I have on the screen here with uh, Pod News, The Bellow Collective, Audio Dramatic, Inside Podcasting, PBC, Podcast Brunch Club, and Earbuds Podcast Collective, which we'll hear uh, from Ariel a little bit later today, this is a great way to comb through what's going on in your industry, kind of like focus in, say, oh, man, I've never heard about this individual. And what you can do is you can easily make a connection. Hey, I saw that you were featured in the Bellow Collective, I really enjoyed the write-up. I really enjoyed hearing your story. I enjoyed subscribing to your show. Boom, connection and relationship built right there. And the beautiful part is 
a lot of these newsletters, they are doing incredible work. There's incredible talent behind them. And so they're doing a lot of the legwork for you. You have to do the effort to subscribe, to build your subscription list. And trust me, there are several people that I have been in contact with these only because I take the effort and the energy I invest in what they're doing. And that's, that's going to uh, prove dividends in the end. So consider what are you doing with your subscription list? Again, as a podcaster, you have your website, start building your email list. I'm definitely not the person to be talking um, about the, the ins and outs of that, but go ahead, build your subscription list. I think it's a, it's a nice little thing that you can do to kind of expand your wings. It's a great way if you're in the tech industry, as I mentioned, if you're in healthcare, education, wherever it is, newsletters and email lists are huge. It is a great opportunity to kind of comb through Find different people that you may have not been able to connect with. Again, you're going to find different people on different platforms, and newsletters is exactly the same way. Different audience, different network, different membership base, and the like. One thing that a lot of people do, and I have done this myself, is volunteering yourself. This is another great way to build your uh, your network, and this could be domestic or it could be your international uh, network as well. So volunteer your time and your efforts you can judge, you can organize events. This is a really great way to create relationships. And part of what I've always learned is that you can, uh, lending your experience really pays a lot of dividends. Not only to the organizers, it takes a little bit off of their shoulders. They can focus on what they want to prioritize, focus on what's going on um, as far as just the general organization. Uh, organization. But you're just going to pay dividends for yourself. Again, you're going to be working with new people that are volunteering or those that are being paid by the organization to plan these things. For example, the Australian Podcasters Award, uh, Podcast Awards is something that I judge every year. It is a volunteer position. I take my time and my effort to review hundreds of podcasts. We get on uh, Zoom or Skype or wherever it is, and we talk with our other judges, and we just go through all the ins and outs of all the podcasts. And the only reason I was able to make that connection is through International Podcast Day. I invited somebody who had won a podcast awards uh, uh, award, actually, and they're like, hey, I want to introduce you to Dave, the guy who was running Australian Podcast Awards. And boom, that relationship was already made. I invested in somebody else. They returned the favor, put me in contact with here, and this is something I love to do year in and year out. And so if you can find your way into, as we start to ramp up coming out of COVID, as you have more summits in person, as you have more conferences going on, this is a great way to put yourself out there. And it, of course, it's going to take a little bit of time. It's going to take a little bit of effort. Uh, that could be in the evenings. It could be in the morning. It could be at these awkward times. But it is a great way to just sort of spread your wings and, and get to know a wide variety of people and, and find out whatever the industry or niche or, or genre you work in, get involved, start judging. There's a, there's a tech event that is about two hours north of, of where I live in every year. I attend that event. I pay for my ticket. And then if they need somebody to help organize, if they need someone to help to judge, I'm right there. They always know they can count on me. So once you have your foot in the door, that is going to create a large and wide sort of breadth of uh, contacts. And uh, it, it really pays dividends for the end for, for your network. One thing I always like to talk about when building networks is you got to find really unique ways to connect. 
And I've actually connected with Steph Fuccio, and she is the, the founder, creator of Podcast Review Day. And for those that don't know it, it's uh, the, the eighth of every month. Tell, you, you can tell a podcaster why you love their show. It encourages every listener, audience member to use the hashtag PodRevDay and share out, uh, you know, go to your app of choice, review it, screenshot it, share. I think this is a really great way. And, and one thing that I have utilized um, is I support PodRevDay by su- by using their audio promos in my personal podcast. And what that shows, again, is that I'm investing in them. I, I truly appreciate the very unique way in which Stephanie has been able to connect and build a network. And so this is from an outsider looking in. Steph can provide a little bit more details on the ins and outs of why she did this. But I think you could start your own hashtag. You can start your own unique way of connecting. PodRev Day has never been done before. It's something that's very unique. They went through, as you can see on the right-hand screen, Elizabeth Wilcox. She went ahead. They went ahead and had a meme challenge, uh, I think, for the month of March. And so everybody who was reviewing had this opportunity. So this is a really unique, fun way of engaging with different people who are interested in the same things you are. And so you may find that throughout the course of whatever you're doing, Find your own unique way. How is it? This is this is this is one particular example where you can kind of like build off of and look at and say, okay, I create this, you know, and then you can start you can you know start creating those relationships and those connections based on you know this podcast review day. So uh, something to keep in mind. It may not work for you. Uh, it has definitely worked in our case. You know, using the hashtag International Podcast Day, it's recognizable. Uh, it's popular. People understand what it is. You know, it very much plays into like the National Coffee Day, International Donut Day, um, you know, National IPA Day, IPA Day. If you're a beer drinker, whatever it may be. So find a unique way to to connect. This is a this is a unique example. Maybe you have a different way of interpreting and looking at these things. So just something to keep in mind. Find find just a different avenue. Something that somebody hasn't done already, you kind of stand out from the crowd a little bit, and that sort of gets people to flock towards what you're doing, and that in turn creates a good opportunity to create a relationship and connect and start networking uh, because, one, for they, they, they respect that you've created something unique, and uh, I, I think that's just a, a, a very small example of what you can do to, to garnish a few little contacts here and there as far as your network goes. And the beauty about things like this is you start using this hashtag, you're instantly going to be connected with internationals, you know, from from Finland to, to Switzerland to India uh, to Japan to, to the like. So you, you, I, I would not underestimate the uniqueness of using a hashtag and uh, in supporting causes like this. One other thing that you can do to create your international network is we know every individual, including me, including Steve at International Podcast Day and through our website or uh, our, our podcast, we have our own little network of individuals that we've worked with, that we've live streamed with. So do other network connections. I think three great network connections that are out there, Asian American podcasters, uh, Lee is a fantastic, Lee and Andy are two of the coolest, <laughs> most innovative people I've met in the podcast space. Danielle Desir with WOC Podcasters, Elsie and Jessica with She Podcast. These are readily available networks. Everybody has a network. We, we've, you've, you build it around a commonality, something that drives interest, something that's common between everybody. But I want to I preface this. You, have, you can utilize those networks when you've made a personal relationship either with a founder or somebody who is a member of these networks. 
but never, never, never abuse that. There's a very careful balance. The last thing you want to do is reach out to any network, these, these three included and other ones, and simply say, hey, I'm so-and-so. I just followed you. I want to get in contact with XYZ of your network. That is that is not something you do in real life. That's not something here. You're, you're going to like reach out to somebody. Oh, you know, yeah, you know, I know this person. Can you connect me right away? You have to invest in these communities. I've worked with Lee and Andy with Asian American Podcasters for a couple years now. They've been part of our event. I've attended their events. I, I know both of the ladies from She Podcast and, and the founder of WOC Podcasters, but I haven't tapped into those networks yet. And that there's a fine, delicate balance between when you reach out, when is the, when is the right time. And so something just to keep in mind, we know there's other networks out there. There's other membership groups. There's other you know, connections that can be made, but you have to tread lightly. Make sure that you're not overstepping your bounds. Make sure you're not uh, you know, overstepping your limits when it comes to an overreach or saying, hey, I want to connect with this person because X, Y, Z. You have to be delicate because if the person who you're asking hasn't really developed a relationship with you, they're not necessarily going to say, hey, I know Dave from International Podcast Day. I think you guys would make a great team. You guys should collaborate. It's not always the case you're going to get that. So just remember, there's other networks. You can, you can benefit from that. Utilize it when it's appropriate, but, of course, never abuse that. It's always, always a very careful balance between, um, between that connection right there. One thing I always like to say about uh, – networks and, and trying to connect in, in both uh, domestically and internationally is you truly are the soul of your podcast. I think we all know that, right? Um, you can work on honing your message. You can work on creating your own voice. Your voice and your message may change over time. I know that I've been podcasting for 14 years. It's changed. Podcasting and live streaming with International Podcast Day has also changed. We've had to modify how we look and our feel and, and who we invite. But you can actually leverage the power of your voice. You know, you can cover a broad range of stories in each one of your episodes. One group that I really love to highlight that I've connected with personally is the Hashtag Impact Group, and this is with Regina Largo. You see um, Belinda, Carol, and Joanne are also on this, and we showcase them in February on our International Podcast Day Podcaster Showcase. They're a group of audio enthusiasts. They're on a mission, literally a mission, to share real stories that matter, things that are important to everybody. And their last season five has been such a dive and a dive into the soul of who they are as individuals. And what this has allowed them to do is because they are so passionate about it, you can hear it in their voice, in their recordings, is that it has allowed them to connect with people uh, in Africa, in India, in Japan, in the Philippines, to the United States. And they talk about a wide range of things from modern-day slavery to um, issues in the fashion industry to um, waste and recycling and uh, sustainability. And these are all things that they continue to work on. But guess what? I They are individuals that they've created their voice. They have a very specific message, and you can leverage that message, and you can do it. You can do it with soul. You can do it uh, appropriately. And so just something to think about as, as you build towards creating a larger network, a little bit larger sprawl, is that first you have to work on yourself, start creating these relationships, and you just kind of never know where it's going to lead. Somebody is going to connect with your voice. Someone's going to connect with your message. 
And if you're true and you're accurate and, and you're and you're reflective and making sure you're doing these things, uh, it, it really just it, it, it's it's really going to help you build build your network. So just consider that also a little bit off the wall kind of thing thought here. But at the same time, leverage is possible. And if you really create a, a soul, if you really create a message behind it, uh, your network's definitely gonna definitely gonna pivot and definitely gonna grow. One thing that I again always love to talk about when it comes to uh, to networking is set personal limits and this isn't personal limits that you probably think about you know like put down the phone at 10 p.m. or um, setting boundaries as far as you're willing to help people or when people uh, should be paid for your services that's not really what I'm talking about what I'm talking about is set personal limits as far as how you respond uh, to emails direct messages phone calls text messages put a personal limit around that I have a, I have a mandate to myself. This is what I placed upon myself that I will respond to every DM and every email within 24 hours. I return all phone calls and all text messages within 12 hours. And what I see of that is that of that setting that limit is a direct so, a show of respect to the person who's reaching out to me. So what happens is say you know someone connects and says, "Hey, Dave would be somebody you need to talk to." Boom. So I get this you know. Um, uh, this email from somebody, say in uh, Serbia, that's uh, heard heard about what we are doing. I get that message. I read it as as quickly as possible. I kind of process it, kind of think about it. But in the back of my mind, I said I need to respond to this person within 24 hours. That is a limit. That is showing I received. It. And it could be just, hey, thanks for the message. I got your email. Um, I'm I, you know I'm a little bit um, occupied right now, but I'll get back to you within 24 hours. Or sit on it and respond, hey. It's so great that you're able to reach out to me. I love working with insert name of whoever uh, contacted you. And I think this is a really great way to show respect. And, you know, especially if somebody gives you uh, a contact or if, or if uh, your information is passed along, you don't want to be sitting on four or five days of an email and say, oh, man, I'm sorry, I just got flustered. You know, and, and life happens, and that's obviously you can kind of control that. But I've always put this personal limit to say I'm going to respond to everybody. That's showing value. Like they took the time to make a contact. They took the time to reach out to me. I'm going to be reciprocal in that fashion and say, you took the time. I want to connect with you. And so it's it's no different. See, we all know when a family member contacts you, you know, you kind of get frustrated if you don't hear from them like in a day or two days or three days, right? And so, you know, instead of building up that resentment, which could, you know, essentially hurt that relationship in the end, just set tones. And that in yours will be completely different than mine. This is something I've set. One point I want to bring up is we have a contact page. And so uh, we manage multiple email accounts for International Podcast Day. So Steve and I have to show that balance between who's responding. He has to forward me messages. So those are things you may have to work out with your team well, when it comes to, to response times and, and sort of those obligations. On the left side, you can see how many different social media accounts we have. Remember, every time you sign up and have something on a social media account, there's an expectation for listeners friends, network connections, it's all possibilities over there. You have to be diligent about checking those things. Again, life gets messy, life gets in the way, 100% totally respect that. Nobody's gonna get upset or frustrated if you use that as a rationale if it's true. But remember, you sign up for your show or your network or your company or your corporation or your business or your, your, your podcast network. Remember, with all of the different services we have, you have to have monitoring going on so that you don't miss something. And there's nothing worse than somebody reaching out again and being like, 
hey, I'm not even sure who's monitoring this account. I just want to reach out, you know, talk X, Y, Z. But just remember, we, we put ourselves out there as podcasters quite a bit. We utilize as many platforms as possible. Just remember, there's a lot of different limits that you have to set on yourself. There's a lot of obligation when you do that. So make sure that you're staying true and uh, keeping your response times to, to a minimum. And that's what I've known. Again, this has really worked for us. I, I've, I've received a lot of messages being like, oh, I didn't realize that I was going to get a message back within two hours. That's so cool. Thank you for responding. So that timeliness and that, that, that quick response really, really pays dividends at the end for your network. So as I'm kind of wrapping up here, I know there's a couple more minutes left. I have a few more thoughts. Don't overcomplicate the relationship. In, you, you think of your virtual connections that you're making via social media, via email, is the same thing as if you're working with somebody or working on building a relationship with a family member. You don't have to overcomplicate it. You don't have to make it awkward. You don't have to make it weird. Just speak honestly. Just speak as yourself and just be friendly and be kind. And uh, oftentimes we do have a tendency to complicate things. Be like, oh, I don't know. If, should I reach out to this person? I don't know. They have X number of followers. Maybe it's an intimidation factor. Just reach out. They're a person. You're a person. They want to be helpful. You want to learn something. So um, uh, just just don't overcomplicate it. Always, of course, think of the end in mind. You know, what is your goal? What is your mission? What is what is sort of the the next step for you? Is is it? Are you, are you looking to make a connection? Are you looking to have this person on as a guest on your podcast? What is the end in mind? But don't remember, you just can't simply jump to. Hey, I just followed you on my podcast. It's like, hey, I listened to a couple of your shows. I went to your website. I checked this out. Or, hey, maybe I downloaded your free free PDF from the website. You know, uh, I thought this was cool. We, we want to highlight you and showcase you on our podcast. That's great. One thing, uh, one more thought here is serve and be a resource for others. We get a lot of, uh, you know, solicitation. Uh, maybe that's the wrong word, but we have a lot of people reaching out via uh, to to our international podcast day group and saying. You know, hey, um, I'm having trouble choosing a, a, a podcast hosting provider or, hey, I'm having trouble with this microphone. You know what? Every time I get an inquiry like that, I'm not ignoring it. I'm saying, hey, I'm tagging somebody on Twitter. I'm tagging somebody on uh, Facebook or sending a direct message uh, on Instagram or sharing a story or something like that or an article I've come across. You know, it's like, hey, which which are the top 10 newsletters I should sub be subscribing to in the podcast space? Boom. I'm doing a quick search myself, serving as a resource for them. So I, I think that's very important. Be a servant. Be uh, Look to be a resource for others, and that's going to pay dividends. And I do want to finish up with this last slide. And, again, thanks to the PodFiesta Summit crew for having me on. I hope everybody has enjoyed this. I'm always available for questions afterwards. I'll have my email at the end. But everything I've said about building your international network is all about building connectivity and relationships. And ultimately, as you can see on the left-hand side, left side of the screen, if you invest in others – as I was sort of alluding to in there with giving everybody props and sharing about their what they're doing in the podcast space, if you invest in others, they are going to invest in you. When you buy their books, when you're wearing their shirts, when you subscribe to their newsletters, when you attend their events, when you're buying those things, they are going to be reciprocal and invest in you. On the left-hand side, you can see a, lot, a number of people that I can name each one of these individuals by first name and say – I've helped Hani, I've helped Steve, I've helped Jan, I've helped Joe, um, I've helped Martin in Sweden with different things. I'm investing in them, and guess what they've done? They've turned around and purchased merchandise, and they're sharing uh, their pictures on social media. They're using the hashtag. So 
Show them that they matter, and I think that's the most important part. Investing in others pays off, and as I said, be a servant, be a resource, and I think that's ultimately what my final message is here. So at the end, I hope you enjoyed some of these takeaways. Again, it may work for you. There's no right way. There's no wrong way. There's, uh, it, it's going to work for you, whatever your expertise and wherever you want to go. But again, founder of International Podcast Day, host of The Ways of Tech. I am Dave Lee. You can find me and email me at uh, Dave at International Podcast Day. Of course, all of our social media accounts are over at internationalpodcastday.com. Love to hear from anybody. If they have comments, questions, drop me an email if you're looking to find a connection. And um, I think with that, guys, I am uh, going to be done with my presentation. I did want to thank uh, this this entire team uh, for, for holding it down. It's, it looks like I went a minute over my apologies. So um, I just I just want to thank okay. everybody. Hope, hope you guys took uh, took some good things away from that. Definitely, Dave. Thank you so much. Um, if anything, my biggest takeaway here is that we as podcasters are the only people who's going to help ourselves, right? We help each other. We support one another. That's why it's really important to create a network and reach out to other podcasters such as ourselves. So thank you so much, Dave. And guys, if you have questions for Dave, if you want to connect with him, network with him, or ask him a few questions, then please go to hop in session Q&A, and then he'll be there for 10 minutes to answer some of your questions. Thank you so yeah. much, Dave. Thank you, Erica. This podcast is produced and managed by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab, Australia's independent video and podcast company. We do the podcasting hard bits so you don't have to. We make podcasts easy. Book a call at www.kangaroofern.com www.kangaroofern.com